Hello and welcome back to Optimistically Salty. I apologize for a lack of podcasts last week. My goal is to have an episode per week and as you know to keep it short, sweet, and simple. But I sat down and I recorded a podcast about failure. And every time I went to publish the podcast, I just couldn't do it. And I went back and I listened to it again and I thought about it and I realized even though I did have some lovely points about failure, (laughs) it's just not the message that I wanted to share about failure. So I scrapped it and here we are again. Let's try this one more time from the top. All right, I have the sneaking suspicion that most of my listeners follow me on social media, but for those of you who do not, I place third in my jiu-jitsu competition, and third place is an interesting place to be. (laughs) There's a huge part of me that is just so excited to have been to a competition, to have stepped out on that mat, to have felt the adrenaline rush, and to have actually done something I set out to do that I'm thrilled to have had third place. There's another part of me that is a little bit quieter these days, but is still there. And that's the part that focuses on failure. That I'm not good enough. I wasn't good enough. I didn't do good enough. I didn't practice enough. Enough, enough, enough. So there's this failure is a part of the process theme to most of what I see in social media these days. And recognizing that if you're failing, it means that you're actually out there trying. And it's very comforting when you're a failure (laughs) to have that voice over and over again of, well, if you're failing, at least you're doing something. You're not just sitting back watching life pass you by. You're actively participating. Somebody's just participating better. And it's okay. You'll do better sometime. Keep working at it. But outside of that idea and that soothing your failure attitude, one of my coaches asked me, well, how did the competition go? And I said, well, I placed third. And he responded, I didn't ask you what you ranked. I asked how it went. And I said, well, I wish it had gone better because I didn't do the moves that I had planned and practiced. It felt like I missed out on opportunities and I wish it had gone better. So I'm not thrilled about it. And he kind of smiled and nodded and walked away. And for those of you who train with me, that was Coach Omar. (laughs) And later on, he said, you know, you did something I've never done as a black belt. I've never competed for my own reasons, but You've done something I've never done. You need to figure out how to be okay with that. So I kind of worked on myself over the last week and did a little experiment where I took my feelings and I more or less pretended that I was talking to a friend about it. If I had a friend who had gone out and had done this amazing thing and placed third, how would I talk to that friend? 
I would not for a second let them call themselves a failure. I would not let them even believe that that was possible because they had done something huge. And yet when I talked to myself, it was so easy to just think of myself as a failure. I think back about my 20s when I was in college and out of college and growing in a relationship and I was afraid of life. And I don't know exactly when in my life this really happened, but I was the kind of person who feared failure as much as I feared success. So I spent my time avoiding doing anything. I passively would forget to submit applications for things that I knew I would be good at. I casually avoided weight loss programs that I knew would get me where I wanted to be. I just accidentally missed deadlines a lot in my life. And a big part of that had to be overcome in the past few years. About three years ago, I started reading personal development books. And there's this idea that The books you read and the people you meet determine who you are becoming. So filling your life with personal development and people who are actively working towards big goals will change the outcome of your life. And a big part of this, I realize now, is looking around and being okay with who you are at some point as well. When you're filling yourself with personal development and you're meeting people who are working hard to achieve big goals, it's really easy to get caught up in that and lose sight of yourself in it as well. But when you find those safe people, they also are vulnerable enough to show you that even your weak parts are okay. So I realize that I'm an optimistic person. I am a generally kind and joyful person, but I also have a very harsh edge. And I also am very honest about my feelings these days. In the past, I think I wanted to be liked and I wanted to be a people pleaser. And making myself a failure and making myself small seemed like the right answer to have people like me. And... I reached a place in my life where I started to realize that's not the relationship I want to have with my people. I want to be big and bold and daring and brave, and I want to empower others to have those as well. And to finally be okay with wanting those things. I believe I was raised to be quiet and respectful, and though those are qualities I still would say I find to be true to myself, I would also venture to say I'm also a little brash and I can be cold and distant and disconnected, but I'm also wildly compassionate about people I love. Finding the place to be okay with all of the parts of me took being vulnerable and trying this. Trying this and failing and then realizing that 
I don't view myself in a nice way. And working on that. It takes so much time to get to a place to be able to evaluate yourself and change course. And in a society of fix it now, fix it now, fix it now, it has been amazing for me to finally be in my life and recognize that I am becoming the person I've wanted to be my whole life. One of the big things that happened during the competition that I wanted to be sure to share was about meditation. So I started my meditation practice over a year ago, and it's something I wish I could say I actively did daily. I definitely have moments where I use the thinking technique, and then I get on to different programs and I'll follow a meditation program for 30 days or 20 days or whatever the program length is. But then I'll kind of take a break and do my own thing and just listen to music instead of guided meditation or something. But when I was actually waiting for the competition, you walk in, they weigh you, they check your gi to make sure that you qualify to get in, and then they hold you in what they call the bullpen until they call you out to your mat. And I was watching and I could feel this nervous energy around me. Everyone's really nervous. We're all white belts. We're all babies. And I just felt calm. I wished I'd had my music. I wasn't really prepared. Nothing went to plan. But I kept focusing on feeling my feet in my shoes. Every time I started to feel anxious or I started to watch other people and get a little bit like, why am I even here? I would just tell myself, feel your feet in your shoes. And as soon as I could feel the bottom sole of my foot in my shoe, I was calm again. That technique was so wonderful for keeping my calm. And I will continue to use that technique with jujitsu and with competition. So again, I am going to compete again. And I don't know how it will go, but I do know that I am working towards moving down another weight class, which means that there will be more fun podcasts about food and weight loss probably in the future as well as working on a plan of attack with my coaches on where I need to focus my energy and learning, how I can improve my game, and also just learning how to be coached. That was another big part. The moment when I was on the mat and I could hear nothing, the adrenaline was so intense, and then all of a sudden there was this moment where my voice I could hear my coach's voice like pierce through everything. And I thought to myself, I hear her, but I don't know what she means. (laughs) I think that's pretty common, but I want to put a good part of my energy into really connecting with my coaches so that when they tell me to do something, I understand what they're saying. It's not just words blinking across my blank brain. I suppose, in conclusion, 
I want to, again, thank you for listening and to challenge you to treat yourself like you would treat your friends. If you were the kind of person who would consider yourself a failure when things don't go your way, to think about your friends and how you would encourage them to move past their moments of weakness or failure, or maybe even moments that you see as sheer strength, but they're not capable of seeing. Thank you again for joining me this week. Thank you for bearing with me for an extra week. And if you do not follow me on social media, my name is Trace M. Thompson on Instagram. Feel free to follow me there and send me any messages or questions that you have. I will be back next week to talk about something other than jujitsu. Yay! Have an awesome weekend.